Hallelujah, everyone. Let us start with the meditation of the week from Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God and Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand. But it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They, sh they shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him, and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him, and show him my salvation. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, we ask for your blessing and anointing of the Holy Spirit be upon each and every one listening to your message of the truth. May each and every one of the listeners' eyes and ears be opened to receive the understanding, to receive and understand your word of life. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This week's message comes from Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 through 14. The message is, Two mysterious plans of God before the foundation of the earth, according to his pleasure. According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the Beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he hath abound, abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, 
having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure which he hath purposed in himself. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven, and which are on earth, even in him. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted after that ye heard of the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Amen. Before God created the earth, before Adam and all things were created, and even before the first man Adam was made, God predestinated to adopt his children in Christ. It is undeniable that Christ, we are referring to, is the one who was born on earth 2,000 years ago in the name of Jesus. If so, how did God plan to adopt his children in Christ before the creation of the earth? And even before the creation of the first man, Adam, and even before more than 7 billion people living in the world were born, and also even before Christ appeared to the world. This, how God planned to adopt those in Christ as his children before the creation of the earth, even before creation of man, a world without Satan and sin, that is a great mystery. In order to understand this, there is no other way but to search the scriptures in detail. During the days of Exodus, Moses asked God what his name was, and God told him, quote, I am that I am. God is omnipotent. God has unlimited power. He is also omniscient. God is all-seeing and all-knowing and omnipresent. God is everywhere at the same time. In other words, God is not only Almighty God who is able to do all things and able to be all things, but also has tremendous power to know the things of past, present, and future and forever, as well as can do all things as present thing forever as am. God had already known that Lucifer, the devil, who rebelled against God in heaven before the creation of heaven and earth, 
and even before laying the foundation of the world, before he made all things, after he created the earth, and before he made man on the sixth day, that Lucifer would come in the form of a serpent to the Garden of Eden and bring sin unto Adam so that he may lose the image of the Son of God. Adam now had dead spirit. Because of this, God had already known of the misery and all those who would be born into the world would be born in Adam in the midst of sin, death, and curse. Therefore, he had planned before the creation of the world that he would send his only begotten Son, Christ Jesus. Thus, he had planned that many who believe in Christ Jesus would enter Christ Jesus, which is life, from within Adam, who is death, restoring them to the image of God and adopt them as his own children. In John chapter 10, verse 9, Jesus said this about himself, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. He described himself as door to walk, walk into, walk through. God planned his mystical plan before the creation of the world, where Lucifer, who was the cherubim, covering his throne in heaven before the creation of the world, rebelled against God with many angels who were the sons of God. Thereafter, God created heaven and earth, and he planned to send his begotten son, Christ Jesus, to the earth and planned to adopt his children through Christ. Through the prophet Ezekiel testified of the rebellion of cherubim covering the throne of God in the Holy Spirit. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, the sardius, topaz, and the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, and the jasper the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle, and gold, the workmanship of thy tabrets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so. Thou was upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created, till iniquity was found in thee. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence. And thou hast sinned. Therefore I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Ezekiel twenty-eight, thirteen through 16
God has prophesied that through the prophet Isaiah, Lucifer, the devil, cast out of heaven and would be cast down to earth. Isaiah 14, 12-15, he said, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. So, as a covering cherub, covering the throne of God, if we look at chapter 1 of Ezekiel, um, there are four beasts, the four cherubims, or cherubs, and Satan, or Lucifer, whichever you want to call him, is the fifth creation. But he's not there anymore. He's not described because he has been fallen off of his place. So basically, Lucifer had one job, which was covering God's throne. But as we can see through Isaiah's um, words in chapter 14, that he wanted to be higher than God. He wanted to be more than God if you will. Um, pride got in his head and ultimately he is judged. He is going to end up in lake of fire ultimately along with death, sin and curse and hell. While we're on topic of pride what else do we learn from um, the things of the world? Pride of life. Lust of flesh and lust of, lust of the eyes. Those are things of the world and not of the Father, the God. So these are things that Lucifer's always, even the saved Christians, are always tempting and testing and deceiving each and every one of us on a daily basis. So without prayers, it's going to be nearly impossible to fight off or ward off the evil spirits. One of the classic examples of pride of life can be found in the Old Testament, the Tower of Babel. Now, today's Tower of Babel can be found in outer space, the space missions, um, genetic cloning, uh, mixing DNAs to genetically modify some things that which weren't meant to be to the eyes of the unsaved it may look like a successful mission in many ways we've all heard of um, if you're old enough you've heard of the space mission the Challenger space shuttle mission well I mean look at the name they were challenging God guess, guess what happened they exploded 
That's what happens when you leave your place. Just like Satan. He didn't do his job and he left. And guess what? He's judged. He's going to end up in hell. And ultimately he'll be in the lake of fire. Problems happens when you leave your place. Okay, back to the main message. God spoke through the apostles about the purpose of sending Jesus, the Christ, to the world. God foresaw that the whole world lived as slaves of the devil who was fallen to the earth for his rebellion against God from heaven because of the sin of Adam, the first man. He loved the world and sent Jesus, his only begotten son, as Christ to save the world. Jesus is not the first name and Christ isn't his last name. Christ means the anointed one. God planned to judge the devil through his death and resurrection against the sins, death, and curses that had been defiled by the devil and to bring those who believe in Christ into the kingdom of God to be adopted as the children of God. Apostle Paul and Apostle John testified of Christ who appeared to destroy the devil. In Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14 through 16 For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death that is the devil and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage and then in 1st John chapter 3 verse 8 he that committeth sin is of the devil for the devil sinneth from the beginning for this purpose the son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil also God's adoption of his children in the beloved Christ Jesus is to make them praise the glory of his grace this is because Christ made them put off the body of sins through Christ's circumcision through the forgiveness of all sins through his blood according to the richness of his grace Apostle Paul testified of Christ's circumcision. In Colossians 2 verse 11, in whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. God gave the Holy Spirit unto us who were redeemed from all sins and became his children as the deposit of inheritance that we would receive in the day of Christ. That's the day of rapture. When we put off the body of sins, we are sealed 
with the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption of our body. Of the second plan of God, Apostle Paul testified that there was a wonderful plan that God had set up for his children according to the will of his pleasure. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Ephesians 1, 9 and 10 When God's planned time comes, after lifting his children to heaven, God will give the Jews and all Gentiles the final opportunity to believe in Christ in the last seven years of the Great Tribulation. After the Great Tribulation, the Lord Jesus Christ will come again and judge all the unbelieving nations. This is described in Revelation 19. And then the millennial kingdom of Christ will be established. Looking at this day, Jesus commanded his people to pray. According to Matthew 6, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. We are living at a time when God's will of pleasure is fulfilled. Things in heaven, things on earth, things in himself. That is, the churches of God are united as one in Christ. There shall be no more devil and unclean spirits that follow him in heaven. And there shall be no more sinners, the wicked, sin, death, and curse on the earth. So that the day when all things created by Christ shall be renewed is on the verge of appearing. After the thousand years of Christ's reign, God will release the devil from the bottomless pit and allow him to tempt the world again for a while, and then judge with fire all the nations that is Gog and Magog, that follow Satan, the devil. God will give opportunities to the remnant to the end, who shall live forever and ever in the new eternal heaven and new earth. After the thousand years is ended, God will judge the souls born before the age of grace at the final judgment seat of white throne of God according to their works. Thereafter, God will cast death and hell into the lake of fire that is the second death to destroy death forever. At last, God will create the new heaven and new earth forever. Then, the church of God that it is the bride of Christ shall live with Christ forever in the city of New Jerusalem. 
God said to Apostle John, uh, first in Revelation 21, verse 5, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Uh, and then next is 22, chapter 22, verse 7. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. And then verse 12. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his works, his work shall be. Blessings to all of you, and may the grace mercy and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus be with you all. Amen. This week's message and all other recordings in English and Korean can be found on our website at wgmi.org. More episodes can also be found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and on TuneIn Radio app by typing WGM Church in the search field.